Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode of The Instance is brought to you by Simple Contacts, an easy and convenient way to renew your contact lens prescription or reorder your contacts from anywhere within minutes. Get $30 off your first Simple Contacts order by visiting simplecontacts.com slash wow and enter the promo code wow. When I'm not busy making faces at the humans, I'm listening to The Instance Alliance Pigs. <laughs> The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody. That music signifies yet again a chance to sit around with you before the fire of life and discuss all things World of Warcraft and beyond. Here on The Instance, it's episode 525 for June 8th, 2018. I'm Scott Johnson, and there be Garrett Weinzerl. Here I be, yar. Are we doing pirates now? Is that... I don't know. It's not, it's not pirate week, is it? Is it, is it, is it pirate day coming up on yeah, the calendar? I probably. I usually hate that day, but I actually like talking like a pirate, so the talk like a pirate day, I'm of two minds. I Part of me wants to talk like a pirate, and part of me <laughs> wants to punch people who talk like a pirate. So... <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm, I'm very, I'm very, very fond of Booty Bay. It has a uh, a very, a very soft place in my heart. Oh, um, so so I like Pirate Day in in World of Warcraft. Ooh. How did you oh. feel when? Uh, so the Cataclysm wreaked a little havoc on that place, right? Uh, I mean, it like threw some seaweed on the dock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they had that big, uh, that big uh, dwarf or uh, goblin statue took a big, took a big shit. That yeah, go- Goblin Jesus isn't looking so great. <laughs> Goblin Jesus, he's like the the Brazilian Jesus statue. Yeah. I never yeah. thought of it that way before, but all right, I don't it's know. my it's my favorite establishing shot in the entire Fast and the Furious franchise is when they do that uh that that scanning shot of Goblin Jesus. On, oh, that's pretty good. Ooh, sorry, this is not WoW related, but I gotta ask the question since you brought it up. Uh, best film in the uh, Fast and Furious franchise, I'm gonna say Tokyo Drift. Come at me. <sighs> Oh, this is why we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> you like Tokyo Drift. Usually I'm, people fight uh, me on this. That's great. Uh, Tokyo Drift was the last bastion of really great live action car stunts in that entire franchise. I agree. It got really, it got really CG after that. It did. And even a little bit before, like the first one was, was some real hokey CG uh, effects in parts of it. And then two is just bad. And then, oh, I love two. It's in Florida. It's, uh, you got it. No. Floridians have to love two. I guess so. But there's problems, and I thought I thought after that the franchise was gone, and then Tokyo Drift comes out of nowhere, and just drifted right into my heart. It's a great movie. Oh, I know. Oh. It's just this a real tight moment we're <laughs> having here. Right into my heart. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Tokyo That's Drift. It's anyway. almost as terrible as putting a Nissan engine in a 1967 Mustang fastback. I wouldn't do that. 
because I wouldn't know that's how. what they did in that movie. No, that's right. They did. You're right. <laughs> but I also just liked that character and I liked everything about it. And, and, and also I'm kind of a fan of them figuring out a way to bring him back and messing with the timeline. All that stuff I think is great. Uh, sorry, spoilers, everybody, for Tokyo Drift. But, uh, <laughs> Spoiler alert. Fast and the Furious accidentally made a cinematic universe. That's right. It's pretty interesting. Anyway, uh, we're glad to be here. Thanks, everybody. We don't know where the Europeans are. Basically, we just have this open-door policy. They they uh, wander into the pub if you're a Terpster or if you're Patrick, I guess, the barista. Or no, that's the guy who makes coffee. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure they have pubs in France. Well, they probably call them something else, though, like the Casbah or some shit, right? <laughs> Something dumb well, like want, that. Well, then I want to go rock a rock a pub in France. <laughs> rock the pub. Uh, no, it'd be like, uh, come on, chat. You know what I'm trying to say. It's a thing. Uh, there's a word for a French bar. It's not just bar. Ah, I can't think of what it is. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Patrick is here. <laughs> Accor- according to Google, it's called un bar. Un bar, great. It's just, <laughs> oh, a cafe, a bistro is what I'm thinking of. But that's like food. Ah, everything's food over there. Whatever. Speaking of people like licking each other's pits. Anyway, that was a reference to the top of the show. Let's uh, let's move on. Uh, plenty to talk about today, and we may as well just jump right in. All right. Uh, character copy is now available on the PTR slash beta. If you want to move your dude over and uh, make a copy of him, uh, it could be a lady. It doesn't have to be a dude. It could be your female character. I don't care. Uh, that's a feature now. Now, that's usually when I start to get kind of uh, in a better place in my head anyway about messing around with betas and PTRs because I don't like starting fresh or even with pre-builds. I find I kind of feel better if I take a familiar, even if it's just because I like the name or I've spent a lot of time with that character. I'd rather take Gurp in there than take some new character. So, so here's your chance. Copy him, go over there, and it's as if you're in that world already and, and, and play the beta if you're into such things. Now, this is yeah. this is where I usually find out who the hell I'm leveling first. Yeah, uh, especially if I'm waffling between classes. Right. <laughs> this is a good idea, right? Because uh, that way you you're getting more out of the beta than just seeing content. You're going to have to play again in the live game, which I don't like doing. Right. I don't want to see. I mean, I don't want to be spoiled, number one, but I don't want to I don't want to rehash it all. Right. Like I had an experience this last week whole other video game but it reminded me of why i appreciate blizzard and their attention to polish and completeness before they release a product and uh i don't i'm not i don't really have anything anything to say bad about this game in terms of its overall like i'm enjoying it but it's this new warhammer 40k inquisitor martyr thing which is basically diablo with the 40k universe uh take a big space marine down to a, plant, a place to go do a bunch of killing dudes and then get some loot and it's it's diablo basically um but it's a slower paced kind of diablo experience it's not kind of the the super actiony part of the it, 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 let's say it's a lowercase a in the arpg anyway that's not really the point the point is they launched that thing uh out of early access had lots of interest first day, tons of people in there, servers get overloaded, they had a bunch of problems. And so I got in, had a character for a while, got out, did some other stuff, came back to it and it says, sorry, servers are down for maintenance. I'm like, oh, okay, well, they're, you know, they're having a heavy load. I get it. That's how this stuff goes. Because there's a big co-op online thing going on in there. And uh, I come back later to check my character, gone. Toast, poof, not there anymore. So I 
and I was like, I don't know, four levels in. In, in Inquisitor? Yes. I was like, okay. th- three or four levels in. No big deal. It's it's not like I can't do that again, but I don't want to do that again because I did it already. Like, There's a whole tutorial chunk at the beginning. I don't want to do that over again, but yet I had to because they had to wipe everybody's characters. And in their mind, they're like, well, it was only, you know, we only had the servers up for a few hours, so we figured it'd be no big deal. And I went, this is why Blizzard's cool. They would <laughs> never do that to me. Like, I would well, never have that happen to me in a game they make, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, this is where I would say, well, here we are, spoiled Blizzard gamers uh, with the, the, the betas, <laughs> sometimes better than uh, a lot of other companies launch products. But I can't say I've ever really, I can't think of ever having a character just disappear on anyone's right. service, whether it's a Blizzard or not. So, right. I mean, that, that's that's pretty extreme. I thought so, too. Now, I understand they're, they're thinking they're also giving away this free, this weird demon baby pet thing. And I was all in regardless because I'm a huge 40K fan, uh, as is most people at Blizzard, if you ask them. I mean, StarCraft's lifted from it. Uh, but I I, uh, I love it. It's really good. It's fun. I'm having a great time in there. But there's just, you know, there's a few janky things. There was a time where I skipped a cutscene, but then couldn't move my character again and had to restart or, you know, stuff like that. I never have those level of bugs with Blizzard. And... This is a game that has been in early access since uh, mid last year, so they've had plenty of time. So I I don't know what the difference is. I don't know what it is that Blizzard does, and others do. There's certainly other companies you could point to and go, "Oh man, they 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 polish stuff to a to a shine before they release it." Um, but it's just it seems so like it, it seems so important to them and to others. It's just well, we got to hit our dates. We got to hit our dates. And I know Blizzard is now in a position where they can push stuff off and. If they had to, if there's something really wrong with BFA and they're not ready to launch it in August, Blizzard has no problem saying, well, sorry, guys, next spring. And they can take the hit, right? I mean, they won't do this. I'm sure that they're going to hit their dates. But but uh, if they if they had to, they would. And I've always appreciated that, even though it's a little frustrating on the front of it. You're like, oh, shoot. But they've earned that ability. They've earned that trust. Back in the old days when they weren't that big of a company, and they would push something like I don't know StarCraft Ghost Rest Its Soul. Well, uh, that they just they didn't even push it; they just dropped it. Yeah, they, they canceled it, right? Like it looked like a finished game. They had a demo playable on the on the floor of E3. Like, yeah, I, I know I know you have your your predictions for this year, but like, when was the last time you even thought about Blizzard when you hear E3? Like, you don't, <laughs> don't, no, they don't no. have a presence there. No. Ex- also, like the thought of going, like when I think of E3, I think of long lines to play console demos. Yeah, like. Blizzard a game on a console, like Diablo aside. Like, that just seems completely bonkers to me. It's a little bit weird. Uh, However, well, there's a couple of signs pointing to that I might be right about E3 next week. We'll see. My prediction has been, uh, there's been a lot of back and forth with fans over the last uh, six days about how crazy or not I am. But I actually, I think there's been some developments. We'll get to those here in a minute. The point is, look, if you... you, I mean, it's been a while since, honestly... Like we've seen that Blizzard, like they've been hitting their 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 dates. They've been hitting their marks. They've been like most of their games have been doing really well with uh, regular content. Uh, Diablo aside, but I think that's because four is coming. Yeah, not only is four coming, but three never really had a long term revenue plan. I mean, they, they, yeah. they could have kept making expansions and putting out paid content, but uh, yeah, I, I think four is four is going to be a very different kind of focus and. 
by the way, news on that front as well. There's a lot of really exciting things coming up, and it may happen at, uh, at E3. And the reason I also, I didn't say this last week, but the other reason I think that E3 might be a possibility this year for Blizzard to do something um, that we don't currently know about, might be one of the only surprises left since everything else is leaked from every other game or anything anyone's talking about. Um, my thinking is that they, because they've been, have they've had a presence at so many other cons now, um, they've made it priority to make sure that Gamescom's a big deal for them, that PAX is a big deal for them. Um, you know, they've, they've gone as far as announcing, you know, they announced Hearthstone at PAX East back yep. when they announced it. So uh, I, I think that they are, as much as they kind of went, all right, we're all BlizzCon, that's our place to do it. Uh, I think they're just, they're letting go of that a little bit. And, and I don't mean BlizzCon will be any less important to them. I just mean they're willing to spread it out a bit because they can. And they're no longer, you know, that's the other thing I like about Blizzard now. Not only do they hit their dates, like you said, uh, they're still taking the time they need to do it. They've just figured out what that time is. And sometimes we don't know about it forever. So I'm guessing if they announce a Diablo 4 at, this, at, at E3 or even BlizzCon, that thing's well in, in development, and we're not going to wait six years like we did last time. From yeah, yeah, that's the, the wait from the announcement of Diablo three to launch, and the wait from the announcement of StarCraft two to launch was was ridiculous. Yeah, it was not just ridiculous; it was freaking torture. I hate, <laughs> I hated it. Yeah, I mean, I love Whereas, oh, yeah, I love that they were working hard on it. You know, I'm into that, but freaking, you can't do that anymore. Not in today's games world. You can't announce stuff that far out. Not even Blizzard. So. Whatever they announce this year, I hope that it's been well underway so that it's like, and this, uh, you know, and this fall, there'll be an open beta and everyone will freak out. <laughs> Can we, I was talking to Kyle about this on, on Into the Nexus last night, and he was he was saying that um, because of the, the Echoes of Alterac announcement, he was just like, oh, I love it. Heroes did a, they did a Hearthstone announcement where like, and next week, you're out. Yeah. Enjoy. Totally. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that a little bit too later in the show. Very excited yeah. about that event. Anyway, character copy. Do it today if you're interested in playing the PTR slash beta. Uh, also, for the first time ever, Battle for Azeroth. Well, <laughs> that goes without saying. For the first time ever, ever, a WoW expansion and World of Warcraft in general will launch in all regions at the exact same time. So no more, here you go, North America. Okay, we'll roll it out to you know Europe in a day or two. And then however, however they spread it out in the past. I know that Europe was always mad because they were late. Uh, but they're going to launch in every region at the exact same time. Uh, the Americas, Europe, Taiwan, Korea, Australia, New Zealand, all of it, all at the same time. Those are kind of your major regional breaks there. Uh, so wherever you live, whatever faction you fight for, whatever you're going to do, global launch. Here's how it's going to go. In the Americas, this is Pacific uh, Daylight Time. I almost say data time. Isn't that weird? Why do I do that? Uh no maybe i think it's, i think it's a little weird like i see pdt i say pacific data time in my head it says that and i want to say it out loud and then i have to stop myself i don't know why don't get it i don't know why that's why that's a deal that's why so, i was so, like so scott what what time can i get into a, a tens of thousand person queue well if you are in the pacific data time zone <laughs> uh you'll get it on august 13th <laughs> at 3 p.m that will coincide with the European launch, which will be August 14th, 12 a.m. If you're, like, say, in London, that'll be your time there. So you're getting that at midnight. Super into the idea that we get it in, like, the afternoon, man. 
That's awesome. You get in the afternoon. I get it at dinner time. Well, uh, <laughs> five o'clock. You're, well, no, no, no. That'd be six or six. Okay. Six o'clock. For yeah, a minute yeah, come there. on, Scott. I live in Florida. Do you know how many early bird specials I'm missing out on if I'm not uh, through the door with my uh, senior citizen card? I was going to say, this is like you live in Del Boca Vista phase two at this point. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Taiwan gets it August 14th, 6 a.m. That's Again, these are all the same times. They're just their local times. Korea, uh, South Korea, North Korea don't give a shit. They don't want to play no video games. Uh, South Korea gets it at uh, 7 a.m. on the 14th. And on the 14th, uh, ANZ. What does that mean? ANZ? ANZ. Australia? Australia and New Zealand? No, that can't be I believe right. so. Oh, uh, yeah. Australia, NZ, New Zealand. That makes sense. 8 a.m., uh, which is UTC 10 p.m. On the, uh, on the 13th of August, if you're looking at sort of the, the, um, the main demarcation of central time. So there you go, everybody. Uh, Boy, get, I, get excited. Yeah. I really miss the days of being able to lord uh, my time zone over you West Coasters. Yeah. Like, oh, I remember being back in uh, like when Lich King went live and like because they, they just flipped the switch at 12 a.m. for all the time zones. Mm-hmm. It's so bizarre. Yeah, it's really weird. Really, really weird. Yeah. I don't know what's happening here to make them do this in the past. It was always just a a careful rollout like you you know make sure everything's okay Ooh, we didn't know we didn't see this so here's three or four hot fixes before we even have to launch in europe and that sort of stuff but yeah i guess they're finally after how many years <laughs> they're finally yeah cool. plus with the staggered rollouts like they they would probably they, they had to have been going into panic mode like thinking about bc because mm-hmm. you know like it went live i think it went live in america's first right yeah. and yeah. you remember what happened with hellfire peninsula oh, they're like oh never. maybe we shouldn't funnel every player in the game to the exact same location yeah <laughs> like, that, that portal turned out to be a, a nightmare it was crazy um it was it was complete insanity i was um i was only like level 40 something when it when it launched so i was just watching my guild chat as everyone just screamed like bad guys at the end of raiders of the lost ark yeah don't look at it marion <laughs> don't look at it shut your eyes marion uh, don't don't look at the portal <laughs> don't be look tempted. away it was i mean it was almost worse in uh when you get when when uh sorry when lich king launched because um they they still hadn't had their whole phasing thing worked out so uh, spending any time in Dalaran was a nightmare. It was so choppy and awful in there. And now it's just no big deal. So I don't oh, know. Come on, Scott. You know you miss the days of having to look directly at the ground so that your computer can run somewhat smoothly enough so that you can navigate Dalaran. That's true. I did do that. You'd stare at the ground and run forward. <laughs> I tried to and imagine you, doing that you in real life. really far yeah. so you didn't see too many like sparkle mounts. And you would navigate just using the mini map. That's how you got to where you needed to get to in the early days of Dollar. That's right. We had to look. We had those core two chips. We had to really push them, man. Actually, I don't remember. <laughs> oh my god, uh, core core duos. Oh, core man. duos. Remember that? That was a hot thing. I had one of those up until Cataclysm, I think. Oh my lord. That's yeah. I'm sure somebody out there still playing with one, probably. <laughs> Someone in the chat room is going to go. Yeah, I still do that. Then I got my first doghouse. <laughs> yeah. Chat room says uh, Blizzard creates its own DDoS uh, with the uh, release of BFA. It's possible. Like this. <laughs> Maybe. I have a feeling if they're doing this, they, they have a plan and they're ready. This could be. Yes, I agree with you, but 
this could go south. It could, I mean, whatever stuff could go wrong. There's always issues day one. And, and, uh, sometimes those cues aren't because things are that busy. It's because they are artificially, um, you know, being careful, like they're slowly filtering you into a thing and, and that's okay too. I'm fine with all of these things. I'm just excited that it'll be three o'clock in the afternoon. No, I'm sorry. Four, 4 PM in the afternoon. I still have like two hours before I'd eat dinner. You're going to be going, oh, I'm hungry. Do I get in or do I eat? Bruh, I have to survive. Bruh. That's what you'll I got to say, this, this, this makes me want to invite like real life friends over like I used to in college yeah. and be like, set up the fold up, ta- fold out tables. Everyone bring your computer and we're just going to order, order, order like six pizzas. Oh, sounds really good. I haven't, I haven't done something like that in a very long time. Me either. It's been ages. Used to do it all the time for like console stuff like hey nba jams out for the n64 that's all (laughs) but uh you know like like some kind of multiplayer mario kart night or something but uh it's been ages since like way back in the day battlefield the first battlefield game one of the funnest things we did is we would all get together at my brother-in-law had a had an office uh that he ran and so what we do is i'll take our pcs there and get on their lan and then bring in a ton of food and just play Warcraft 3, Battlefield 1. Um, can't remember what all, but we'd bounce around, maybe a little Unreal tournament or something. Even mm. That was getting old at that point. And I cannot think of, I, I think they may have been my favorite Saturdays in the history of Saturdays. I loved it. I do it. It was, yeah. Really fond memories. Like, that, and we, I remember, we, here's, the, here's the problem though, Garrett. I remember going, uh, well, won't it be great one day when, when uh, bandwidth isn't an issue and we can just all be connected and we're all going to be playing from the internet. And then that came and happened, but it feels like not the same. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not no, the it's, same. It's, it's, it's not. I mean, it's like, like I love Hearthstone, but it's not the same as playing paper magic at the kitchen table. Like something is lost along the way. Yeah. Um, I mean, your first, this is your first role-playing experience doing there will be dungeons, right? Yeah. First time. Well, okay. first time since I was in high school that I played D and D and the first time I've done anything with uh, doing it live, certainly. Like, we're... You know, these other... Like, Bo plays all the time. And so does, you know, Kyle plays. So those guys know what they're doing. I just come yeah. in there and, you know... Yeah, I mean, it, there's something, like... There's something lost when you're not doing it. Mm-hmm. When you're not doing it in person. Yeah, um, I agree. Which, um, so, I don't know. It's fun. It's, I mean, that's the whole reason BlizzCon is as special as it is. It's mm-hmm. like, oh my god, it's like... We're we're here in person and we can interact as real human beings. Yeah, like, we're here. Get used to it. Is how the whole phrase goes. I might have forgotten. Well, that's that's right what there. we say to the people with yellow signs as you're going in the conference. <laughs> we're here. We're queer. We also we worship the devil. Uh, we call him Diablo. He gives us fat loot. Uh, I love that. those guys there. I mean, dude. if anything, we're training to defeat the devil. I don't know what they're so mad about. I don't know how they do that. Like I don't. Side note. Okay, so at BlizzCon, if you have never been or if you haven't seen pictures. Uh, there's always like a bunch of picketers there with big yellow signs that are saying Jesus saves, Diablo kills, or you know whatever. So there's it, it's a bunch of you know hardcore Christians with sometimes they have little megaphones and microphones, sometimes they don't. I think they had to stop doing that because we were getting in trouble for it because there's noise ordinances or the property doesn't allow it or whatever. But anyway, they're allowed to sort of protest and walk around and whatever. And uh, I couldn't, I could never do that. Like, it doesn't matter. I, even if I was the most, like, pious religious dude ever, I couldn't do it. It just seems so, like, antithetical <laughs> to what you claim to th- believe. Like, in other words, like, it, 
here's how I look at it. Not to get into it, some not to get in some deep weeds here. But if <laughs> but if I'm a super big believer that uh playing a video game with Diablo in it or, you know, demons in, in World of Warcraft is is a is a pathway straight to hell, fine. Don't play the game. I guess tell your kids not to plan because they're your kids, but you know, don't do it. It's, you stay away from it because you get to choose that. That's a fundamental right you have is to choose to believe in your little wackadoo extreme. In my case, I choose to think that Diablo's a video game with no real repercussions in that regard. And so so I choose to play that. And to go in there and and obstruct other people or to 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 at least get in their face and, and tell them that that their choice is less valid than mine, I don't understand it. Like, every time I see those guys every year, I just kind of scratch my head and go, all right, also you look weird because there's a huge Reinhardt standing next to you because uh, that's weird. And look, there's a gnome over on that other side. Like, what are, what are we even doing here? It's just weird. I mean, my favorite thing to come out of that is when, like, the all the Diablo cosplayers get together and gather around the protesters for a photo op. Yeah. That's that's my my favorite side effect <laughs> of, uh, of those protests being at BlizzCon. But uh, yeah, no, I, I I I get where you're where you're coming from, Scott. I, I mean, I it's I've like always anything. assumed that it's the the like false idolatry yeah, thing that yeah. they're probably getting on about sure. with their uh, with the yellow signs. Sure. Um, but to to that, I'll say like, uh, you know, I, I I went to church a lot as a kid. I don't really anymore. But to me, BlizzCon is reminds me of that like the community aspect of it and i i think it just depends on what you focus on man like yeah, you, you it's almost Blizzcon, like you church the- you're right it is a lot like church in that uh we're finding uh there's support in there there's friends and family i take my kids and my wife and it's a family experience for us i see all my friends again it's communal now what's going on at the hilton bar i got no opinion on that yeah, listen, if you're showing up just because you really, I don't know, you got a thing for people who dress up in Dre Night cosplay and you, you want to throw keys into a bowl in your hotel room, that's your prerogative. But yeah. but it, it, like, it depends on what you focus on, right? That's the point I'm trying to make. Like, There's a lot of charities around BlizzCon. There's a lot of goodwill around BlizzCon. Um, so I've, I've, I've never understood that. They, like, just me, focus, like, this- they focus on Kill Jaden. Oh, he's big and red and he's like a devil man. That That's my problem. It's, just, you're, you're, it's like you're making... You're, you're worried about cartoons. Cut it out. Freaking go <laughs> go home. Do something nice for somebody. Like go do a little charity work or something. Do something nice. That's what I grew up in church learning is how to go do something nice for somebody. Not stand around with a sign acting like you're better than somebody else. Anyway, yeah. didn't know I'd Listen, go down this path. We just played video games for five hours straight like an idiot, like idiots on Saturday. And wonderful people donated over $5,000 to help children. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's all about how you look at it yep and look at diablo is all in that running around shoving people picking them up throwing them over his shoulder <laughs> like being a real bastard but it, uh, five thousand plus dollars for uh charity five hundred dollars of which by the way was because <laughs> garrett was garrett was told if he if this person donated he would have to go buy or i can't remember how it went but you had to buy well, I, I wasn't targeting one person be like hey you, dude over there, you need to donate 500 bucks and I will buy Monkey Brightwing. It was, if we if if we hit our goal, yeah. I will buy Monkey Brightwing. And, and someone was just like, oh, what is it, 500 bucks? Okay, boom, $500. He used his precious shards and bought uh, Monkey Brightwing skin. I love the idea of me intimidating someone into a giant 
donation. I know. Buy a, buy a skin I hate. $500 that guy donated. That was crazy. Anyway, you guys killed it last weekend. I should have mentioned that. It went really well, and we uh, had a blast. And thanks, everybody, for participating who did. Um, hey, uh, some more E3 stuff. Ooh, it leads me to think even more things may happen at E3, although this is kind of a small one. But the WoW team is doing a story panel, or a storytelling panel, rather, at E3 next week. World of Warcraft storing panel, bringing a robust universe to life through different mediums is the subtitle. This will feature Steve Danzor, senior narrative designer at Blizzard, Taryn Gregory, who we know, project director at Blizzard, uh, and Christy Golden will be there, who is, uh, her title at Blizzard is senior writer. Uh, they say this in their press uh, release, join members of the World of Warcraft team as they break down the tricks to bringing World of Warcraft universe alive through story, from books to video, in-game storytelling. The rich narrative of WoW unfolds for fans across multiple forms of media as the team expands on the personalities that fans have come to care about, whether you are for the Alliance or for the Horde, stop by and get insight on the story that is still wowing people even after 14 years, they say. Oh, it's a lovely little pun at the end there. Wowing people. Is that, they hired hot. like a Huffington Post writer or somebody to write I was that. about to say, we're to get, fire your Huffington Post uh, <laughs> That's totally a line writer there. Um, but this this is a great collection of uh, people I have a lot of respect for that are going to talk about some really nerdy stuff. Yeah. If I was going, I'd totally go to this. It'll be live streamed, I understand, I think. Uh, I hope so. I want to watch this. Wednesday? Shoot, I had the time and I lost it. Shoot. I'll see if I can find that and put it in the show notes. This is why you always leave a link. I know. Sometimes I, you know, can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, it is next Wednesday, uh, which is, I don't know, E3 starts uh, starting so early this year. Like tomorrow, EA's conference bunch of other stuff happened tomorrow saturday a bunch of stuff like they're just doing everything early uh, earlier and earlier it's weird they may as well just shift e3 a week back now because they're just doing it all early now it's really weird anyway so that's going to happen uh while we're on the subject of story let's actually jump ahead for a second and talk about the wow comic called three sisters it just came out you can read the thing in its entirety on the official world of warcraft site uh, or you can download the PDF and jam it in your reader or whatever you're using to read comics these days. Uh, it is a story, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's about the three sisters, the Windwinner sisters. Uh, Teresa, Bella, and Monkey Boy. They're our favorites. <laughs> uh, or Verisa, Alaria, and Sylvanas. Oh, right. That's the other names they <laughs> go by. You're right. I mean, they, they, they have these little like weird sister pet names for each other, but... Yeah, well, don't they, we all? They, they, they were also not not what you said. So. No. <laughs> not at all what I said. Um, I'm going to say this just right off the bat. Um, I'm, we're not going to you know spoil it because I think people should go read it. But uh, there are two things I really like about it. I think the story's good, uh, and I really I've always been interested in the story of these three sisters and how they're in such different places these days. Um, and I think the cover art is really cool. I don't like the rest of the art very much and i don't know why something just doesn't work for me can't quite put my finger on uh, it yeah i i'm with you except i can put my finger on it put but your, i also put your finger feel on it. bad about nitpicking and no 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 put your finger on it. it slam your finger down i want to hear why? oh god i don't like because i don't know art is so personal man like i feel bad 
judging other people's art. Like I went to art school, like I went to an illustration track and it was all about critique. Right. Right. So like, it doesn't bother me when someone's like, Hey man, this sucks. You need to do this better, but not everyone's like that. So I feel weird, but it's just, uh, to me, it's, it's too realistic. Like this almost looks, some of this almost looks traced. Mm. Like it's, it's uncanny Valley with some of this stuff. Like some of the Um, gear in there. It, it it, makes... the, the faces man they're they're too human mm, like yeah. uh, warcraft is a very like a, a very distinct style um that's almost 80s yeah. in the way it approaches its stylization yeah and 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 this is this is not it yeah um, it doesn't work for me either and i don't know i don't know why I, I i'm actually you're articulating it better than me i also went to art school also did a lot of critiquing and i cannot put my finger on it like there's just something about it that's not my bag, and I don't know why. But I like the story. Yeah, the story's good. Yeah, yeah. The story is fantastic. I, I, I really dug this. I did. I didn't even like. This is the first time that these these lead up into Battle for Azeroth comics has even been brought to my attention. Apparently, this is the third one. I guess I need to go back and read the other two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I saw it making the rounds. I'm a huge Solanus fanboy, so obviously I, I read this, and it it is worth the read. There's some. So this goes some dark places. Yeah, yeah, big time. I mean, I don't know that it resolves anything for people worried about where Sylvanas specifically is headed in this expansion. They don't really. I mean, there's a lot of background stuff here, and uh, I, I'm still holding out. I don't know. Like, is, is, I, I, if anything, I think this sets up some stuff that I, I think, I think this is the first boot coming down that sets up the boot being dropped at the beginning of BFA. Yeah. So uh, I don't. I just say read it, man. It's 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 real good. Whether you like the art, whether it's your jam, whether you're you're a, an art snob, and you're like, ooh, I don't know about drawing individual teeth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and this um, it's a really good point. Like it goes against the normal uh, Blizzard effort, which seems to be stylization over realism. And it's not that this is ultra realistic, but there's a, like a, a leaning toward that 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 makes it feel like. I don't know, just unnecessary. Like the one that right that was right before this, the the Magni one. Um, forgot the name of it. Anyway, the Magni comic that came out a couple weeks ago. That art is perfect for what it for what it's supposed to be. I really like it. Totally dig it. I think it could have been that here, but whatever. It is what mm-hmm. it is, and it's fine. It's, it does the job. It illustrates the story. That's the important thing. Most people aren't going to care, but I knew that you and I would probably be sticks in the mud on it. <laughs> Oh now I'm now I'm going back and looking at this Magni comic. This this style is rad. Yeah, Who the Magni one is really good. This almost good. looks like it's super cool. Uh let's see, Magni. I forgot the name of the damn thing. What's the name of the comic? Uh it's it's Fault just called Lines. Magni the Speaker. Oh, I thought it was Fault Lines. Oh, that's no, sorry, that's something else. Yeah, I'm yeah, the speaker. Not familiar with this artist, but this this style is it's rad. cool, right? Like I it's broader strokes. It's I don't know, it's just more blizzard to me. Looks like almost like a dry brush. I like it. Yeah, it's really good. I'm sure it's digital, but it's yeah, yeah. yeah but it has that kind of dry brush yeah. style. Anyway, sorry, this is really visual talk for an audio show. It really is. <laughs> uh, chat room is seeing visions of it or pictures of it because I'm putting them up. But for you at home listening, psh, why aren't you here on the live show? Lame. Just, just, really, I, I just want to say, go read Three Sisters. It's it's the story is is rad. Oh yeah, I can't I can't recommend it enough. It's good. It's really good. And, and also, can we just the, can you give these stories to Taryn Gregory? Can we just see these in game, like fully animated? Because that's how I want to consume this stuff. Oh, that reminds me. There's a I haven't seen it yet, but that I hear I hear there's a new little cinematic out for Hearthstone. I'm sure it's rad. I guess you've seen it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's is it good? 
I think it's kind of weird. <laughs> really? Like, I think it's kind of strange. There's some, like, they're clearly going for, like, a Disney Pixar thing, but it's about getting packs. And I'm like, is this, like, kind of, I'm like, I'm watching this, and I'm like, are you just trying to get kids to buy pa- card packs? Because that's how I'm reading this. Well, the GIF I saw showed the Night Elf guy, or Blood Elf guy, burning cards into dust. That's the best part of it, in my opinion. And and that, to me, is like, Great. it's almost like a tutorial. It's like, did you know that if you get a bunch of cards you don't want, you can just dust them, and then maybe you can get the cards. Oh, no, you, you should go watch it, because to me, that was my favorite part of the whole thing, because it's like, it's going around the tavern, and yeah. everyone's opening their packs, and everyone's getting really excited, and it goes to him, and he's just like, have it, have it, have it, and he's dusting his cards. Yeah, no, I... So he's okay. basically like everyone who plays Hearthstone on Twitch, who's really cynical and has spent too much time with the game. <laughs> <laughs> and and everyone else is having a great time. That's awesome. All right, I'm going to watch it after the show today. I meant to this morning and then got busy, but I'm going to go check it out. The style is gorgeous. Like the execution is really good. I just the, the narrative landed on me in a weird way. Mm. Buy new, buy more cards basically is what they're saying. Good job. Sort of kind of it's also a promotion for free pack day, so they're going to be giving away free packs, but There you go. I found it odd. Uh well, speaking of odd, uh, this is to me is odd. I don't know how odd this is going to be to everybody else, but there was a movie auction for the movie Warcraft. You may have heard of it. It came out in 2016. Mm, uh, yeah, I saw it. I saw it twice in theaters. I did as well. And um, in fact, we did it. Had a big meetup here for uh, uh, around that time, or a whole bunch of people came to it, and it was really a good time. Had a lot of fun. Uh, you know, feelings on the movie itself are still varied, but uh, they had an auction for a bunch of props from the movie. And I'm just a little shocked at how much stuff went for. So I just wanted to run a few of these down. Uh, King Lane's, uh, played by Dominic Cooper, his battle armor with the shield, $60,000. Uh, man, that's, that's I mean, for that lot. much money, you better get the whole set of armor and the shield. I, that's what I'm saying. Uh, his also uh, hero close-up steel blade sword and sheath, 51000 That's on its own. Lothar's, he was played by Travis Fimmel from uh, the your, uh, Vikings show. Uh, Alliance armor with sword, 41,000. Uh, a couple more shields for 31, 25. Let's see, Lothar's uh, close-up of the steel blade and sword and sheath, 21,000. Let's see, we got uh, Orgrim's Doomhammer is an interesting one, played by Robert Kaczynski. His Doomhammer went for 12 grand. Uh, <clears throat> the throne that uh, Dominic Cooper sat on, 10 grand just for his throne. That honestly seems low. Yeah, a little low. <laughs> I feel low. like the throne would go for more. That that throne prop was incredible. Yeah, what cracked me up is well, the, that's the thing about those those props is I bet if you got up next to them, you'd be like, oh my gosh, this thing doesn't even have a back to it. It's all hollowed out. Like it's it's probably really ornate on the facing front of it, and then just kind of shitty in the back. But we'll put it up against the wall. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'd I'd do it. I'd put it right over there. No, I'd sit in it here. That's yeah, I was about to say, that's what you sit in to do podcasts. That's what are you right. talking about? That'd be my new podcasting throne. Right now, it's the <laughs> toilet. Just kidding. Uh, anyway. Honestly, I think this is backwards, by the way. I think the uh, the basic Alliance Knight armor is infinitely cooler than King Lane's armor. I agree. Even though... That, it, that is just Warcraft to me. Like they, they Looking at the background, like vanilla knights one through five... Well, that it's the rare. it's the footman, right from uh, yeah. from Warcraft too. They just all yeah, they look like footmen. I'd love they footman a, armor. That'd they did such a good job translating that into something that a human, a real human, would have to wear. Someone that doesn't have the shoulders the size of like a greyhound bus. Yeah, I mean, I would want the Doomhammer is the thing in all this that I would want the most. 
but 12 grand dude oh my gosh i make my i could commission a better i could probably commission a prop from somebody and it would be a whole lot cheaper than that my favorite thing on here though is there is a food tray that what's her name um the half orc half uh human what's her name oh uh oh my god i almost uh, said gamora virginia uh. gamora yeah i want to say gamora also because <laughs> she's green yeah. uh, uh Gin- ginger von putricide i don't remember her name Anyway, uh, she has when she was in prison or she was in jail, she had a plate of food like Corona. a tray. Corona, Corona, <laughs> Corona, yeah. What's, uh, what's she had a, like more. I couldn't get out of my she head. She had like a, a tray, a food tray that they would like kick under the bars, and that's what she would eat. That food tray yeah. went for three hundred and thirty-five dollars. So there's that. I I wouldn't mind a Warcraft food tray. <laughs> I'd take any of these things. I think it's really cool. Uh, King Lelaine's uh, uh, ring, his Dominic Cooper ring, is eighteen grand, eighteen thousand dollars for that king's ring. Holy yeah. hell! Yeah, who buys this? What? Who are That's... the buyers? They don't say, by the way, because it's a silent auction thing where they don't say the names, as far as I know. But I don't know who who's doing this. And was it I... like one person buy a lot of these, or is it like one? Per- yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm still kicking myself for. I mean, I was. I couldn't have been more broke back when it first they first started selling them, but I still wish I had had ponied up for a server blade when they were first auctioning those off. Yeah, that was cool. What was they it? had multiple Lightbringer blades, and that was the first server I played on. Was what just, what like, was oh. the price at the time? They were like uh, five hundred or two fifty. Or... You could get one for under a grand. Like, oh, and like, oh, like I, uh, I want one. I want one so bad. If you could still get, let's just quick. This will be fun. Let's check eBay. <laughs> ebay uh let's see Warcraft. see what people are selling uh world of warcraft server blades for yeah and there's this there's a pre-built search for this so somebody out there is looking for this okay so uh oh my god the first one that pops up is almost four grand oh yeah look at that next one is almost six grand here's a world of warcraft it. i found one for world world of warcraft oh this already did it already sell oh it ended uh, World of Warcraft retired Velen U.S. server blade went for four fifty. That's not bad. Oh, that's that's all right. Yeah. yeah, I only see two on eBay at the moment. This is I love that they have to mark them as pre-owned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, technically, I guess someone had to. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Whatever. Pre. The idea that we were all running around on one of those blades is such a great idea. Anyway, it's such a cool visual. It's like playing, yeah. it's like Tron. You got scanned in and sent into this little shard. It's all different now. They don't blades anymore. It's all different. It's like big cloud-based mesh network weirdness. It's like not even close to what it used to be. So those days are gone, everybody. If you didn't get one, you're hosed. Um, all right. What else? Oh, uh, quick note. I've been playing a monk for no reason that I can describe, except I huh. decided to go check him out. So I have this monk. He's like level 20. And I don't know why I never finished doing anything with him. I just, it was back in early Pandaria days and his name is Ding Pong. Yeah, that's correct. Ding Pong. Um, <laughs> for those who remember my old Ding Pong references. I it's a long can't story. remember the last time you did a Ding Pong. Oh, I don't do those anymore. I feel like they get me in trouble. Like I used to do them because it was basically my brother's accent. I have, a, I have an adopted Korean brother and he has a very strong accent. And so when I would do that, that's just me, you know, fudging my brother's accent. Uh, but I don't know. Anything that requires that much explanation is, I can understand why you probably don't do it as much anymore. Yeah, because then, because I have to give that explanation, or else everyone's like, "That is racist!" Like people really get after me for it. So, 
and I understand. I totally get it. And it's fine. I don't mind retiring the voice. But at the time, I thought, hey, it'd be funny if I named him Ding Pong because he's a panda. He's a pandarian. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I did. Went to play him. Uh, well, I think it's D-Y-N-G Pong. So there's no I. It's with a Y. Which is very Warcraft namey, I thought. Anyway, point is, uh, went back to check on him. And, of course, this is a billion patches ago and, and expansions ago and everything else. And so as soon as I logged in, like, his his action bar is just a nightmare. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's real in there anymore. Like, there's some faded out stuff that's not even in the game anymore. Like, it's all jacked up, and he's standing out in a Shara somewhere. And um, so this was the thought I had. The reason I'm bringing this up is... All I could do while I played him was I just felt tempted the entire time to just go start a level one monk. And and this, herein lies my 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 thing. This game, I, you could apply this to anything. I was doing this with Path of Exile the other day. Um, certain uh, other characters I have in Diablo that are level 70, but I never really took them too far into Paragons or anything. Or, you know, tried to get them up into higher torments. When you do that, and you just have had hands off for a long time, and then you go back to it, your muscle memory is not ready for it and you don't remember what the hell they do or how they work or what's going on. And, and I'm always tempted to just go, let's just start at one. Cause then I got the whole lean in, you know, like it's, Oh, Oh, you start with that ability. Do you? Oh yeah. That one later. Oh, I see how those are a good combo and how that rotation's smart because you're piecemealing it to me. When I go in at level 20, it'd be one thing. If it was like level 110 and I just go, Oh, well, okay. Everything's here. So now I'll just go. But at level 20, you're like, I don't know what he does. I, he rolls twice. Great. Good job. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, to a certain degree, but that's also what fan sites are for. Like, just do a little bit reading up of a, of a rotation because the second you change specs, you're in the same problem. What are you going to do? Reroll level one and level it as a new spec so they can piecemeal you the stuff? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to handle it. So now I'm, yeah, I'm weirdly, I'm getting this itch to go play him. And I don't know why, again, it's not really... I don't even know if it's a character I'd want to see through. Um, I don't feel like boosting anybody because that's expensive and I don't have any free boosts right now. So I'm I'm still sitting on my BFA boost because I I'm indecisive. I can't decide what I like with all the uh, allied races coming in. Yeah. I'm like I just know I'm gonna unlock like a a sweet ass troll and I'm gonna wish I had a max level one. Oh yeah, totally. That's what I'm doing. I'm waiting for those trolls. He stands upright. That's why I like him. I I can't decide what if I'm more excited for upright orcs or upright trolls. I am excited for, <laughs> uh, I don't know which one I'm over to. I think we trolls. had this discussion on the show already, but if they're just like, oh, by the way, you can, you can get boots to cover your troll toes. Like then I'm just like done making a troll. <laughs> that's all. That's it. <laughs> that will win. But we... upright orcs with covered toes or upright trolls with uncovered toes. It's kind of a toss up for me. Right. Those toes are a real uh, deal breaker, man. Stupid looking things. They're so dumb and dope. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're talking about, though. I, I just, um, uh, because I finally unlocked Draenor Flying, uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, sweet. Okay, I'm going to go level up my Alliance tunes so well, I can play with see, my wife. Chat room reminds me, it's a good point to ask. Do you not, how, do you, how much do you care about uh, Heritage Armor? Because you can't get that unless you level that tune from 20. Uh, it depends on the Heritage Armor. Yeah. I guess, like, I don't care about the, the Night Fallen. Yeah. Like, I don't really like their heritage armor all that much yeah um they're cool otherwise but the, yeah the heritage armor for those guys is kind of no big deal i, I kind yeah, of agree yeah. and, and part of it is how, what how much of my time do i value like 
do I really want to do that for a, a, a cosmetic that I may not even use because I'll have other ideas for how I'm going to transmog him? You know what I mean? Like, I yeah, yeah. I, I tend to, ever since transmog came in, like I, I have a lot more fond memories of older sets. So mm -hmm. I always kind of end up using them. Yeah. So uh, the heritage armor isn't as much of a pull to me as, as new races. Did we talk about my Mad Max junk gun last week? We did, I think. How how GURPS guns? No, uh, oh. not last week. Maybe uh, if you did, it might have been the week I was traveling. Maybe that was it. I don't remember now, but there was a so so in the uh, chat room will remind me if I'm. <laughs> I don't remember when I said this. It may have been another show, but in the in in your uh, garrisons, you had that shop that was like a junk shop, right? Yeah, and the salvage yard. Salvage yard, and you just get all kinds of hooch in there. In fact, a lot of times GURPS perfect arrow would show up in there. Used to be special. Now it's a. That's junk how item. I got it. Actually, great, great. And then eventually I got like five more and I just started selling those things. Well, uh, so some time ago, uh, so this would have been back in Warlords, one of the drops was this gun that I don't know when this thing showed up, but it's this just gnarly, old-looking, like Mad Max-looking shotgun gun gun. And it's got like, there's a knife underneath and it's wrapped with what looks like tape or, or you know, thin leather. And it's just this gnarly cool model but it's it's a white it's never been a special gun but i love that model so much that that's that was my gun all the way through legion on all three specs of my hunter because i like it so much more than the the artifact weapons and i think that's just awesome that the game lets you do that now but it makes me less excited for for some of the stuff like heritage armor because i'm just like eh, it's all right but I'm going to find something I like better probably. And I don't know. It's kind of weird. You have, you have so much to choose from now, uh, especially when you've been playing as long as, as, as you or I have. Yeah. It's an embarrassment of riches. That's what I'll call it. Hey, <laughs> real quick here before we move on, uh, I want to talk about our, our good friends over at Simple Contacts. Look, I wear contact lenses for various things, like when I'm out doing sporty stuff, jogging, riding my bike, whatever. And I always find myself dreading that annual appointment to renew my prescription. That's why I was excited to try Simple Contacts, a great new app that makes, uh, I don't know, all that time-consuming process of getting a prescription easy and simple. That's important. Simple Contacts lets you renew your prescription and order your brand of lenses and whatever your brand may be. They have them from anywhere in minutes. They bring the doctor's office right to you. The vision test is designed by doctors, and every uh, test is carefully reviewed by a doctor. Simple Contacts offers an amazing selection with every brand of lenses, and their prices are hard to beat. The eye exam is just 20 bucks, and they offer free shipping. Uh, please note, Simple Contacts Vision isn't a replacement for your, or the vision test isn't a replacement for your periodic high health exam. So, you know, get your eyes checked here and there. We're just talking about getting that prescription updated. So, uh, I love them. It's been great. Uh, I have a very comfortable brand that I really like. I can get that through them. And the test was so easy. I literally looked at a webcam uh, for the web version of it, you can do the same thing on the phone version and boom, you're in to save $30 on your first simple contacts order. Go to simplecontacts.com slash wow and enter the promo code wow at checkout. That's $30 off your first order. When you go to simplecontacts.com slash wow and enter the promo code. Wow. Okay. Uh, so we'll see how it goes with the monk. I don't know how things are going to go, but I do know this. Time to talk about the rest of Blizzard and what's going on. As we mentioned earlier, Heroes of the Storm is getting an event called Echoes of Alterac. I keep saying Alarac, as I know everyone else you, is too. You and Kyle both. Yeah, it's hard because when you play enough Heroes and you see Alarac all the time, 
Your healing is sufficient, I suppose, or whatever bullshit he's always yelling at me. He's such a dick. But anyway, <laughs> because of that, I get the names mixed up. But anyway, Echoes of Alterac. Yeah, that's right. Connected to Alterac Valley. And uh, the new character player, uh, or sorry, the new tank they're releasing with the game is Yurel. Uh, she will be on the PTR as of, no, she'll be released Tuesday. She's been on the P- She's on the PTR now. You may remember Yurel as the Alliance uh, side. Basically, most of your story happened through her when you played through uh, Warlords of Draenor. And she's a fan favorite. People really like her. She's a uh, Draenei uh, goat lady. And uh, she's got stuff to say. So, anyway. Yeah, she's, she seems to be uh, the kind of uh, happy-go-lucky version that we first meet in Draenor and not the militant, borderline genocidal character that she seems to be turning into yeah heroes likes to get those first they like they did that with jaina jane is the happy i just well, i'm just here to help kind of jaina not the i hate resorting to violence right she yeah not the one where you click on her now and she's like i will destroy anyone who comes near me theramore blah. they have the theramore skin in there I, I i want them to change up i want them to give her some angry lines if you choose that skin they have some angry stuff coming out of her for uh her uh her death knight thing uh, yeah, I mean they 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 all got that. Yeah, that's um, true. Her 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 dreadlord thing because Jane is Jane is not a dreadlord. Scott. Yeah. So Urel is awesome. We had a big argument on core whether you're supposed to spell uh, pronounce her name Urel or not, but that's how Blizzard pronounces it. So f off everybody. That's how they I was I was said it Urel in my head. Urel. <laughs> Urel. Uh, but Urel makes a lot more sense. Yeah, electronic rel. Uh, also, she uh, uh, she's a tank and she seems interesting and i'm pretty stoked about her uh what's going on hearthstone besides we mentioned the um the animated short what else are they doing i I guess there's some controversy about uh, a couple of nerfs this last week or something i heard about um the the uh, 11.2 update went live and they changed uh tess graymate to behave like yag saran and really ruffled a lot of players feathers a lot of prominent community members like brian kibler and disguised toast um went on uh, rather long Twitter threads that you can you can read if you go check out their Twitters yeah. and I don't think they were wrong and Blizzard announced yesterday that they're going to re- revert that change so Tess is going to work like she always has oh that's good is she married to Gen Greymane and Laura Wise that, that would be the daughter oh this is okay well we don't want That'd any funny creepy. business there that is creepy yeah you can't marry your own kid I don't know stuff listen Gilneas is weird it's kind of shut off from everything Everybody can be a wolf in there if they want to. Maybe they have different societal norms and rules, is all I'm saying. They're all furries. <laughs> For crying out loud. <laughs> They're all furries and Gilmaeus. Uh, all right. Uh, Diablo 4, or whatever it's going to be called, all but confirmed at this point. Um, I, I know I've been talking a lot of hot talk about what I thought was going to happen, but it seems like maybe I got some confirmation right after we recorded. Well, maybe just a couple days ago, but... There is another job listing at Blizzard known as, or called, or titled Dungeon Creator or Designer, Dungeon Designer for Unannounced Diablo Project. There's a new Diablo game being made. Duh, everybody. It's not a big shock. Don't freak yourselves out. This all seems like it was written on the wall before we heard this. I mean, if there wasn't, like, there would have been a story by now of 75% of Diablo team laid off. Yes. Like, yes. They've been working on something. This should be a surprise to no one. Plus, it doesn't, it feels like we've had other announcements of other job openings that seem to confirm this years ago, even. I could have sworn there was, there was too, but like the way headlines are going nuts with this, I'm just like, am I just remembering incorrectly? But I could have sworn. You're not wrong. I think, I think there were, and it was just so early though, and the, like, this was, 
maybe even right after the expansion. And so in our heads, it's just like, oh, well, they're just working on groundwork for whatever the future is. But this seems a little more uh, substantial. doesn't really say whether or not we're going to hear anything, anything at E3, but I still hold out hope, man. I'm telling you, Activision has jack to show. They have an expansion for Destiny. They have their COD 4 or their um, uh, Black Ops 4 game. And that's it. And then they have Blizzard doing all this other cool stuff that normally doesn't show at E3. I'm telling you, there's a space there. You just get in there. The lights go down. Stay a while and listen. And the whole place loses their freaking mind. Diablo 4 is announced. Done. I, I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I, Diablo 3, you know, was off to a rocky start, but Reaper's, Reaper of Souls, man. No, I, dude, I play it every day. At least, at least a rest a day. Good game. I love Diablo. I still love it. In fact, I play other action RPGs and I get mad that they don't play as good as Diablo does. Like, I love and admire uh, Path of Exile because it's constant new content, new expansion, new stuff all the time, new end game. They're always doing neat things with it, but it doesn't play as good as Diablo 3. And I just mean the minute to minute casting and buttons and cooldowns and stuff and stuff and stuff. Like, it just, it's this fluid dance in D3 that I love. Would I like more content in D3? Yes, I would. That's always going to be true, but they also don't have the same business model. And I understand why these things happen and 2012 is different than 2018 and blah, blah, blah. But my point is, it's it just feels so good. If I could just apply the gameplay of Diablo to all other action RPGs, I might never do anything else with my life. What do you want from Diablo 4, by the way? Because me, I kind of want it not to have the 4 after the name. I kind of want them to just be like, this is Diablo, and it's going to be a service, and we're going to update it as much as you wish we updated 3. Uh, that. I want that, what you said. Yeah. I, and I don't, you know, if they call whatever they call it, I don't care so much. Although, I think it is an opportunity for them just to go, like, Diablo, colon, uh, Diablo's colon. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> The prime evil. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do, but they could call it whatever. Call it Diablo if you want. Just give it a big flagship name. It's a game as a service in terms of like a lot of other their games are, like you know the way it works with Overwatch and Hearthstone and everything else. And uh, doesn't even have to be free to play. I will gladly pay for it. I'll do whatever they want. Honestly, I'll hump their leg. I don't care. I'm, re- <laughs> I'm ready. I am so ready, dude. I uh, was hoping Patrick would be here today to help me confirm this, but it looks like Overwatch is getting three times the XP this weekend. So you're getting it's just to celebrate their third year of uh, of uh, launch. I guess is this their third year? Yeah, third year. God, uh, has it already been three years? I think that's right. Because I because what's his name? Jeff Kaplan got up in a video and went eh, like this, put up his three fingers, and that was like an indicator that they're going to do three X XP all weekend. So if you were really looking forward to grinding out some of these hot new skins and everything, perhaps now is your time. It's uh, been two years. Is it two years? Yeah. It released in May of 16. Why did he say, why did he hold up his, why did he say three? Do I have that wrong? And it's only two X this weekend. Cause that's no big deal. That gotta be two X. Oh, that's lame. I could have sworn he put up, maybe he was flipping us off and it was just one. Overwatch X. offers double XP during anniversary event. Okay, and I'm confusing it because Heroes is at three years now. That's what I've done there. Yes. Anyway. Yes, three years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, we just had the three year for Heroes. We, we got the banner and the spray. And or Did we get a spray? I think it was just a banner. Who knows? I, oh, I, one thing I forgot to mention about Diablo. Diablo 3's new season, season 14. Uh, they're doing a theme. They're going to start adding themes to seasons. 
if you care about seasons, this will matter. If you don't care, then this is not going to matter. But um, part of that season will be if you're starting a new seasonal character, uh, whenever a goblin would appear normally, a treasure goblin of any of the types, you will always get two of them now. So basically, you're just doubling goblin stuff, which means you'll get... It's called the Season of Greed, I think. And uh, it's interesting. Just get a bunch more money early on, that sort of stuff. So watch for that. Oh, and potentially you'd end up in the, the Greed realm and... What else? Uh, other stuff those things do. I love that realm, and I love the noise that treasure goblins make. So I wish any- that realm was more active across the game. Like I wish it was a thing I could end up in in a rift just for no reason, just to fight. I don't need to. Doesn't have to have all the gold or anything. I just love this that zone. It's so cool. Yeah, I like I like the tile set. It's just like, hey, do you ever want to go into the cave of wonders from Aladdin? But it looks like a Frazetta painting. Here yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we'll see how that goes. That's pretty much it for what's going on around Blizzard. Let's do this. Whoops. Let's do... Wait. Gosh dang it. There it is. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> All right. It is the town crier. That boy just graduated high school. So you guys know. Think of that. In fact, he's over... I'm, what's he doing right now? I don't know what he's... Out, he's over applying at some job this morning, so... And next week, I'll be moving into a retirement community. <laughs> well, when you started listening to The Instance, Nick would have been like five or six, something like that, right? Yeah, I started listening in <laughs> 09. Yeah, so he'd have been like eight and a half. So he was just a little kid. And- I, have, I have lived long enough to watch that young child uh go just barrel straight through acne and back to looking like a normal human yeah yeah now he's you know he's a big boy now it's weird i don't like it time time sucks f time (laughs) uh here's an email we got from simon uh emails by the way come to us at the instance at gmail.com or if you go to the instance.net there's a contact link now at the top of the page there's also comments on all the show notes and show notes include links and other cool stuff now so show notes are back everybody they're back in uh yep there's always the youtube version which ends up with comments as well so anyway all that stuff hey uh he says this simon says hi scott simon says (laughs) i didn't mean to do that that was not on purpose simon says that's real dumb i mean you meant to do it just yeah Yeah. it came out but i had not planned it to come out it's like a shart really anyway hi scott and team I recently returned to WoW after a six-month break, and last night I LFR'd the Antorus raid for the first time, mainly to find out where the Legion storyline ends. At the end of the cinematic climax, I was left disappointed and with more questions than answers. I thought maybe you'd be able to bring your Titan-like brains to bear. Well, he is really expecting a lot of us, I'm telling you that. <laughs> uh, the whole ending seemed disjointed. Where did Sargeras suddenly disappear from, sorry, appear from, and how was... Uh, he so quickly subdued and captured by the gods, he single-handedly defeated a millennia ago. Uh, and was uh, what is Illidan staying behind for exactly? Do you think that chunks of dialogue were left out that might have explained things more clearly? It just seems a shame that after all these years of Sargeras being the big bad, his story ended so abruptly. Um, well, and by the way, his description is pretty spoiler-free, so thank you for that. I mean, generally. We always assume the bad guy either disappears, dies, or sneaks off somewhere. But uh, So I don't think that's a spoiler. But anyway, um, I don't know. Like, yeah, sometimes this stuff's hard to sew up. It's actually why I had to, every time Blizzard fiddles with, like, gods and titans, 
I get a little, eh, these are dangerous waters. It's like time travel. You're just kind of asking for problems in story loops. Uh, so I think that's just a case of this. Like, yeah, they're gods and they can, he may have beat them a millennia ago. But thanks to you and your your 15 trusty uh, heroes, you you put him in a place where he could finally be subdued by the gods. And it's fine. None of this stuff's going to be, you know, you're not going to go at the end of these raids go, oh, the most satisfying of stories. I now can sleep for my own millennia knowing, you know, like you're not going to do that. No one's going to be per- perfectly happy. So, yeah, and I, I, I don't believe Sargeras is dead. I believe he I, I think the, the official lore uh, is that he's in, been re imprisoned. Yeah. For so 10, he could years. he could pop back up again and I would bet at some point he will because he's Sargeras. That's what Blizzard does. They don't put anybody to sleep for good. They come back. Yeah. But I think it's a we should definitely be putting him and Illidan kind of away for a while. Yeah. 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 We're done. I think we need to be done with demons for a while, generally speaking. Which those guys carrying signs of BlizzCon will be thrilled to hear about. <laughs> I wonder how now they, we'll just be fighting each other. Well, and they, probably Nizoth. They love a good just regular war between people, you know, with real bloodshed and stuff like Battle for Azeroth. They like that. They're into that. <laughs> oh, the emails are flowing already. All right. Anyway, is, hey. Is that canon? I'm not sure. I don't know. Probably not. Thank you, Simon, for your email. You're the man. Thank you for your email. And if you'd like to send in your own emails, emails, once again, the instance at gmail.com is the address. All right. Before we get out of here. Uh, a huge thanks everybody for being here by the way uh, always a pleasure to have you among us uh, Garrett people should go where to get more Garrett uh, amove.tv uh, uh, we, we, as I mentioned last week uh, the the our monthly Star Wars podcast with Tom Merritt and Jenny Josephson let's talk about Star Wars is up it's our solo spoiler episode so go listen to that we have a special episode that will be happening very soon that's all I can say Ooh. but it's going to be very exciting uh, other than that, amove.tv for everything else. Plenty of heroes and Hearthstone coverage over there. Um, and that's basically it. Check out uh, nomoonart.com if you need a graphic designer. Oh, yeah. No, and he's good. Here's the other thing. Uh, we may as well just do this now. So here's our chance to just make this more official. Every week somebody comes in and goes, is Garrett on here all the time now then? Is this an official? Th- is this a thing? What? Why is that their voice? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, that that's their thing. I don't know why I went there, but uh, yes, he's here. I, as, as often as he's here, as he can be, he's here. Consider Garrett a part of the instance now. All right. Yay. So, so quit asking me, everybody. He it, is. It, it, it just kind of happened. It did just kind of happen. <laughs> and it makes sense. And I'll tell you what, the reason it makes sense is because it, it, it occurs to me over the last couple of weeks, few weeks, four weeks, five weeks that, uh, the 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 chemistry's good, so we're we're, we're keeping it that way. We're gonna keep it going. It's good. Doesn't mean you won't see the Euro trash once in a while. I just they're just busy. They got stuff. But this means you're also gonna get shows a lot more consistently. I think because Garrett and I are always here because we're in the United States where we care about stuff like this. It, it, it I mean really just for me it just it works out. Like Friday mornings, get up, have my coffee. Yeah. And oh, the <laughs> Scott needs someone to fill in again. I guess I'll sit in on the instance. So yeah. That's basically how this happened. It's a big deal. So uh, if you if you are liking it, I'm glad to hear that. Um, <laughs> the city uh, wants to know. Yeah. But are you in a podcasting relationship on Facebook? <laughs> well, He's we're a Facebook official. Someone has been shipping us. That's what's going on <laughs> behind our backs. I don't want to see that fan art. I don't want to read your fan. Page. No, no. In fact, you know, it's funny. Uh, so in core, we, I was trying to find fan art for Urel uh, to put up on the stream. 
Oh, and you got to be careful. Yeah, you got to be careful. There's some. There's stuff. a lot of Draenei porn, Scott. Yeah, that's, that is a thing. More than you. Well, whatever. I, no, I, there's exactly as much as I would think. <laughs> well, I, exactly, I, I, I had friends that knew how to make money in art school. So this doesn't surprise me. There was one that I found that I can totally show the stream. This isn't too inappropriate or anything, but I don't understand it. Um, it's a, it's a, it actually looks like an in-game render as well. I mean, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna click on this. And uh, Katie, if you're listening, this is why it's in my history. Where, where, <laughs> I got a phone. Oh, there it is. I found it. Okay, so this is. Uh, I'll put it in our. Oh, actually, I'll put it in our uh, Discord as well, so you can see it there. Uh, <laughs> Whoops. Okay, so that's sent to you. Chat room, you can look at it. What in God's name? I know. This is Yorel eating what appears to be. Uh, she's she's working her way down the, t the torso here, but she has eaten a, a man. I assume that's a man. I don't know. This is pretty feminine legs. It could be a lady, uh, but it seems to be a, the, the naked, writhing body of a dead per uh, of a person. I assume their legs are being eaten. I don't <laughs> understand this at all. This is to me. This is a this is a this is beyond like you know, fetishizing a character. I don't know what's happening. I don't understand I, it. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know what, why you, who's, uh, <laughs> I know, right. We're, gonna, we're getting back into like armpit territory of <laughs> fetishes that I don't understand. And, uh, and I don't plan to understand. Nope. Nope. Not interested. Anyway, there it is. Urel having a snack. Um, all right. I guess that's it. Hey, uh, don't forget, as always, if you would like to be a bigger part of the show or find more cool stuff about the show, uh, you can do that over at theinstance.net. As I mentioned before, brand new site, brand new comments, all that stuff's happening. So do check it out. Uh, find us on Twitter, at Instant Show, at Garrett Art, at Scott Johnson. More shows like this at frogpants.com. See you guys next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.